Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hey folks, we'll start the show in just one second, but first, successful companies know faster growth requires the right tools. If you're doing two, ten, or hundreds of millions in sales, NetSuite by Oracle gives a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more, all in one place, from work, from home, anytime, anywhere, NetSuite, the number one cloud business system. Right now, get your product tour and free guide, six ways to run a more profitable business, at netsuite.com slash voices. That's netsuite.com slash voices. Voices. And now let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Dar Mark Angelard, actor Nagra. Our situation is similar to theirs. I understand that. But I need to know more. About Darmok and Jalad. You used the words Temba, his arms wide, when you gave me the knife and the fire. Could that mean give? Temba, his arms wide. G- give me more about Darmok. Darmok on the ocean. A metaphor for being alone, isolated. The beast at Tanagra. The beast? There was a, a creature at Tanagra. Dharmak and Jalad, the beast of Tanagra. They arrive separately. They, they struggle together against a common foe, the beast at Tanagra. Dharmak and Jalad at Tanagra. Tarmok Angelad on the ocean. Bob Seska! Today's Rachel Maddow Show Award for Headline Excellence goes to Bob Seska. The Bob Seska Show! Okay, I know who the beast at Tanagra is. Cal Cascu! And God bless the United States. That's the beast of Tanagra. <laughs> and, and we're all Darmok on the ocean right now. Uh, from our nation's capital, it is Thursday, March 26, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com, the greatest soap ever. Hi, I'm Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi. Day 1,162 of the Trump crisis, 220 days into the 2020 presidential election, and let's bring in the goth ninja. Oh, man. T-Rex David Ferguson from the T-Rex Report podcast is here. Patreon.com slash the T-Rex Report. Jody Hamilton's here, too. She's from the From the Bunker podcast, from-the-bunker.com, at sexyliberal.com, along with all of the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. We are really good at social distancing, the three of us. I know. This is great. We are good. <laughs> We're covering the Northeast, the South, <laughs> and the Pacific West Coast. Somewhere well, I'm 3,000 miles from you. Yeah, and uh, I'm about, so. what, like 1,500 miles from Georgia? So how are you... <laughs> How are you guys doing? How are you maintaining your sanity so far? 
Um, we are down to two rolls of paper towels left, which has now <laughs> set me off on this treasure hunt for paper towels. Who would have ever thought? Uh, plus toilet paper. The, the greatest country in the world. American exceptionalism. And we can't supply enough uh, masks and ventilators for our hospitals. We can't supply enough toilet paper. It's like everyone has a butt, right? Mm-hmm. You'd think. Just, this is so American, though. It's yeah. so how we're obsessed with our butts. And like we feel vulnerable. And we're like, oh, my God, protect my ass. Yes. You know? To the point where we're it's... hoarding paper towels and toilet paper to protect our buttholes. That's ultimately mm-hmm. what it comes down to. That's that's <laughs> the thing. The great irony in all of this is that it seems to me as if the people who are fighting in the aisles, like the Black Friday wrestling matches in the aisles over the last roll of paper towels, seems to me as if those are the kinds of people who have long since abandoned their self-respect and dignity to the point of being okay with having stinky, unwiped butts, right? And it seems like... <laughs> so, goth ninjas, how are you guys staying sane in all of this madness? Who yeah. said I am? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really like living that whole one day at a time credo thing right yeah. now. I'm very much like, okay, I'm washing the dishes and yeah. I'm here with the dishes and the dishes are fine, you know? And mm-hmm. now I'm watching Lucifer rerun or, you know, on yeah. Netflix right. yeah. and just kind of trying to keep it. I can't read. I'm so anxious that I sit down to read yeah. a book or I sit down to read like an article in the New Yorker and my mind just races and I'm just, you know, and I give it up eventually. I thought for a second there, you're saying you can't read as if you never learned to read. <laughs> but I think that's untrue. What I'm pretty you, sure that's untrue. Yeah. I think it's driving Lonnie crazier than it's driving me. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm a lot like Stephanie. I'm kind of a homebody. Mm. And luckily, the city, even though we're on a lockdown for almost two weeks now, yeah. um, officially, um, they're at least letting us go outside. Yeah, that's true. So I can go on a walk and I go on my, you know, I did seven and a half miles before this show and wow. I'll finish the rest later. Yeah. And, and, and everybody that I'm, it's interesting watching the neighbor, like last Sunday, my neighbors, my next door neighbors have two small children and across the street, they also have two small children and they're buddies, right? Mm-hmm. Well, they're not allowed to play together. Right. And yeah. so they eat, they set up, chairs on either side of the street with the four people, the two parents and the two kids, and they kind of had a play date across the street. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I've heard of things like that happening. I saw one person had uh, like a birthday party for their kid where all of the other kids showed up and just stayed in their cars, parked out in front of the house. And so Mm -hmm. they were able to at least have a party separated by vehicles, but... They many of the kids were allowed to show up, so I guess people oh are finding God, ways around all of this. This is fucking this. horrible. It just well, oh my yeah. God, society. This is the end of the world. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> well, I, don't, I, um, yeah. I don't know if we go I, that far, but yeah, we're it's not that far. I, I, I went and stood in a driveway with a friend this morning just to talk. I can't. We do. I've been walking around the neighborhood and jogging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and my neighborhood has murderous hills, so I'm getting in pretty good shape. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's you know, the, we got ready to say goodbye, and I was like, I really wanted to hug her, and I was just like, I wish I had known that I was giving my last hugs. Well, yeah, you know? I mean, there are dogs that I, I'm not petting right now because if there's one dog, his name is Bronson. He's the sweetest little basset hound, and mm-hmm. he's very licky. And it's like I don't, I don't want to have a disease on me that you lick me and then you give it to your uh, elderly. Well, humans. Bronson you know? has something in common with David. I mean, they're both very, very licky. If you've ever they're been very in the licky. Sa- if you've ever been in the same room, can't keep David off of your face. It's just the licking. Well, come on, some people are just delicious. They <laughs> are. Some are. That is true. That's right. That and again, true. you have and to. How do. are you going to know unless you taste them? It's very so, true. That's right. Oh uh, no, man. it's it's just so I'm not even petting a lot of the dogs in the neighborhood and they're like boop, 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 yeah, and I'm like, yeah. you know, I don't know if it's gonna transfer. I have no idea, so I don't want to risk infecting somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm not worried that if I get it I'm gonna die. I'm probably not. Um yeah. so it's I'm not I'm not concerned about my own health. I'm concerned that either I have it and I don't know, or if I get it and I don't know, or you know what I mean, and I don't want to give it to somebody else. And until yeah. we have those blood tests available that let us know whether or not we have the antibodies. Mm-hmm. We don't know. I feel like nothing's going to get back to normal until there's a vaccine. Once the vaccine is available and everyone can get it, it's easy to get. You just go to whoever you get your vaccine. Even at the CVS drugstores where they give out flu shots, even something like that, where you can just go in and get the vaccine. That's when things will start to get back to a version of normal. I don't know. Much like after 9-11. 
we never got back to the place that we were on September 10th, 2001. And right. I don't know that we're ever going to get back to the way things were in 2019. I mean, my hope is, at least politically, there'll be some sort of course correction here uh, before the end of the year, specifically at the election. But in terms of our lifestyles, it seems like things have changed so drastically in terms of how our expectations are going to be wound up uh, with the sorts of ways we interact with other people, whether it's in public or whether it's our own family members, seems to me as if there's always going to be a little bit of that side eye. I, I went to the grocery store and Kimberly and I are each trying to limit ourselves to one grocery store visit per week where she goes yes, and then doing, I, yeah. I have to go because we have, if you look at our refrigerator, the, the truth about our refrigerator is. Let's talk about your refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> we know about about that refrigerator, don't we? The things that it has seen. What are in, uh, let me see, what would be in the refrigerator that you could get at a grocery store and not at another kind of specialty shop? Well, here, let me see if I can find a good way to describe what the inside of our refrigerator looks like. I think if you were to visit our house and you were to walk mm -hmm. over to the refrigerator and open it up and look inside there, the first question you the would ask- The first thing you'll notice is the velvet on the wall. <laughs> And the, and the king size bed. Yeah. The mirror ball. That's right. One of those hideaway beds collapses down, you know, like the exactly. ones. Exactly. A Murphy bed. Exactly. exactly a Murphy You're bed. Like, I'm right. just looking for mayonnaise. Oh my God. Well, the, 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 the real truth is, based on what's in that refrigerator, is the first question you would ask is. Are you guys raising a baby gorilla in your apartment? Because there is so much goddamn food in there. Most of it like fruit and vegetables and all kinds of other stuff like that, where we prepare our own meals and we do all, and we've always done that. We've, uh, I mean, we're lucky in so far as we've always lived in self-isolation. That is nothing has really changed as far as that goes, but like going out. The three of us are really lucky is that we like our partners. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, that is it, a big deal. I was deal. telling Ben, it was his birthday last yeah. Sunday so sweet but it's like I'm sorry we didn't get to have a party or have people over but I'm telling you if there's one person on this planet who I would be locked in a house with at the end of the world it's that guy well I mean here's what I experienced the other day getting back to the grocery store thing uh, last week when I went to the grocery store I just wore a mask and uh, I, when I walked in, I felt like a space alien, as if everyone turned to look at me. You know, like when Luke and 3PO walk into the uh, cantina in Star Wars, and everyone goes, huh? like, I just get, get, we don't serve their kind here, that kind of thing. That's kind of what it looked like when I stepped into the grocery store the other day with a mask on. This is last week. But, uh, you know, this week I went to the grocery store. And even then, even with all of that protective gear on, I still felt like I was swimming in murky water where there might be sharks. It just had that uneasy sense of where is it? I don't know. Is it behind me? I don't know. Is it lurking up below me? I don't know. And so I get, we get home now. Kimberly and I both, when we get home, essentially go through like a Silkwood shower kind of ordeal. Mm -hmm. You know, to just right. all of our clothes come off into the washing machine. You know, we get, I take a shower, she takes a shower. We just completely scrub ourselves down as if we've been contaminated, as if it's all over us. And we're not necessarily germaphobes. We're just trying to be as safe as possible because, I mean, like most of us, we're, we're like all of us, I should say, we're all bound and determined not to get this goddamn thing. And, uh, well, people are starting to figure out now that it doesn't just kill grandma and grandpa. Oh, right. yeah, yeah. It killed I mean, my friend who's 52 right. Lots in New of York, who was in amazing shape. He was in mm -hmm. excellent health is the crazy thing. I mean, he swam a mile three times a week. And mm -hmm. enjoy, everyone. Yeah. Did yeah, you hear about the idiots in um, uh, Kentucky having oh. a coronavirus party? Oh, oh no. my God. Did they do that? Did they go and have a coronavirus and get each other infected? Is that it what was happened? A, it was over 100 people in their 20s and they figured let's just have like you know a chicken pox party only this is not the chicken pox people um and they they were idiots and they had this party and for sure one person right now has been tested positive and and it's like and the, the governor Bashir was like oh my god you stupid people yeah yeah the phenomenal amount of stupid out there that's one of the things that i've been the really governor hung of mississippi up on. That mm -hmm. jackhole yeah. is not only is refusing to 
put out a statewide order to shelter in place, but he's yeah. overturning local municipalities in individual orders to their citizens. So, and that just to me is like, you're murdering people, you shithead. Yeah, you're exactly. Like, you're uh-huh. killing your constituents to own the libs. Yeah, to own the libs, but to also prop up this fucking rat bastard in the White House. I mean, that's the most insane thing about all of this. These are actions being taken by the Republican Party, not to save people, but right. to save their stupid idiot president. That's what's remarkable to me. Like the, all of this damage that's being inflicted to prop up this unforgivable monster. They are so wound up in their wine and rage cult that they cannot see any kind of sense of reason or rationality whatsoever. And I'm talking about the leadership here. I'm not just, I'm not talking about well, the, the rank and file. The are about to come burning home when yeah. your mamma can't get a ventilator next week right. in Tupelo. Right. It's well, going to be very real to them. Go mm-hmm. ahead. What's funny is, is like you said, they're trying to own the libs. Well, they're all going to die and then the libs will own them. I mean... <laughs> yeah, it, well, I, that's the thing. You want to get rid of us? That's that not happening. Like, we're listening to the science. We're staying home. We're doing what we can to not spread this virus and not get sick. Mm-hmm. And they don't care. They're the ones that are going to die. And then they're going to spread it to the smart people. And that's where we end up getting screwed because of their... Their rank dumb fuckery is just staggering to me. I mean, that's well, what's worsened other- worse this whole thing is the the dumb fuckery has has worsened this well, whole thing from the beginning. Well, Did and, you hear and Trump I- saying yesterday he was going to get some planes and bombs and missiles to work on the. Yeah. What? Mm. Uh, well, the thing is, is had Trump done his job, yeah. which isn't that difficult because it is up to local communities and everything. We just need the money and the help to come in from. Uh, up, up, up above, right? Yeah. All he had to do was his fucking job. Right. And if he had done that, guess what? He would have been reelected in a landslide in November. And I, I have a series of stories here all about how the Trump administration, and these are news stories. This is not having anything to do with the breaking up of the pandemic response team or anything right. like that. These are brand new stories about Trump's incompetence. And I got to tell you, I am 1000% with Charlie Pierce on this and other people who are saying that there needs to be a uh, truth commission to sort out all of this yep. bungling. And as, as Charlie Pierce says here, bungling and temporizing and ma- malfeasance that's been such a big part of this administration's response mm-hmm. to the pandemic. This guy can not be allowed to leave office whenever that might be and then waltz his way on to dancing with the stars and all of this other reality show bullshit that he probably has lined up probably buying the oan network and turning into trump tv this is shit that cannot happen if donald trump isn't going through an indictment and prosecution one year from right now something Mm -hmm. is seriously fucked up out there and so we also in addition to making sure he loses in november we also have to make sure that this unbridled nincompoopery that we've Mm -hmm. been experiencing for at least the last three months if not the last three plus years has to be rebottled has to be stowed away and locked away forever we have to make america think again and that is the only thing that is going to save us from the next serious pandemic or some Mm -hmm. other cataclysm that is going to collapse in our laps we don't even know what that'll be but what we do know is we can no longer have incompetent leadership. We can no longer have game show hosts and reality show divas suddenly becoming, you know, a p- political... The most powerful people on the planet. Exactly, <laughs> right. They cannot yeah. be gifted the nuclear codes and, and all the rest of it. It is, it's blindingly dumb to be that frivolous with our votes. And again, I can't help but to go back to the 62 million people who said, yeah, fuck it. What, what's the worst that could happen with, you know, Mr. Game Show Trump stakes in the fucking White House? Oh, my it's a, God. It's a failure of the imagination that yeah. happens with conservatives again and yeah. again and again. It reminds me of, like, fish in a tank being like, let's take out this filter mm-hmm. in this aquarium. You know, what do we need it for, really? Yeah. You know, what could ha- what's the worst that could happen? And the, it's just... <laughs> right. Right. Well, let's start with some of these stories here. I mean, first of all, the Trump administration fired more than two thirds of the staff working at key U.S. public health agencies operating in China leading up to the coronavirus outbreak. The staff at at the Beijing office of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention was slashed from roughly 47 people to just 14 people since Trump took office. The CDC has worked in China for the last 30 years, for God's sake. Mm -hmm. That office in Beijing is a shell of its former self, said one in U.S. 
U.S. official who worked in China during the drawdown. Um, meanwhile, the Trump administration ignored a White House playbook that was created in 2016 mm-hmm. to help fight against a potential pandemic. 69-page National Security Council playbook lays out several strategies and recommendations that an administration should take, including moving swiftly to fully detect potential outbreaks and so on. And this this was ignored. This is the thing that Donald Trump's gone around saying, it was a broken system, everything was screwed up until I came in. He has no basis for that. I'd like to hear right. one person, one of these reporters in the White House press room say, what specifically was broken, Mr. President? Why mm-hmm. Why are you saying that this thing was broken when you took office? Oh, that's right. You're just saying it because you're an incompetent boob who is killing people with your dumbness. That's why, that's why he's not. Did you and Buzz talk answer. about the people in Arizona that took the fish food or the fish medicine? Oh, well, that's an, like, that's an evergreen story. We can talk about that on every show because you want a great example of dumbness? There it is. Just if, if people didn't know that a couple of Trump fans in whatever one of the big square stupid states. Um, <laughs> sorry, like sorry, like, listeners in the square stupid states. <laughs> oh, they know they're there. Just like I know that... I'm in a nice little blue dot in a big red pool of ignorance. I guess what would Georgia be like a rhombus or a? It's always kind of looked like the front of an eighteen wheeler to me. But, trapezoid. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as you were saying, the square stupid states. Oh, there's these two people. I heard <laughs> Trump talking about the quinine, like the oh, you know, right, uh, right, right, quinine, right, quinine, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, which yeah. you know had been somewhat effective against malaria and certain types, but could cause mm. coronary arrest and all kinds of serious oh, yeah. health issues. Yeah. And they just happen to have some around the house because they used to have some koi that got parasites. Mm-hmm. And this is something you give to fish when. They, <laughs> oh my god! They, oh yeah, the guy died. And yeah. the husband died. Yeah, he died. Um, and I'm just. Yeah, it's because we wondered. We always wondered, like, why? What's going to happen when the Tea Party or Trump or whoever says, you know what? We should all drink gasoline because that's going to make us run faster and jump higher. I'm afraid that at any moment he's going to say, put Brondo on the pandemic. Mm -hmm. That's what we need to do because then we'll be at full 1,000% idiocracy at that point. Let's, hey, go get yourself some Gatorade because the electrolytes will kill the coronavirus. That is just a matter of days Uh away. Uh, I mean, if they're already saying, hey, uh, grandma, go outside and kill yourself for the war. Um, If they're at that place, they're going to be at at Brondo. Fucking Glenn Beck is like, I'd rather die than tank the economy. I'm like, Glenn, I'm holding you to that. Yeah. Well, (laughs) actually, I'm praying in Glenn's case for both. Well, here's Um, the real barometer as to how much they really believe that shit. When Donald Trump starts doing rallies again, that'll give you an impression of when it's really time to go outside because he's not going to fucking do that. As as I said the other day, when uh, Dr. Burks announced in the press room, on Monday that she had a, a bit of a, a stomach bug on Saturday. Oh my God. Trump was just like right out the door. Yeah. I mean, he couldn't get away from her fast enough. So this guy is, is just as terrified as all the rest of us. He's just not showing it. He's got to bullshit his way through all of this. But meanwhile, did it, anyone but me hear churches full at Easter and think mask of the red death? Or no like, shit. I mean, like, oh, Jesus, yeah. You know, like the, that scene in The Plague by Albert Camus where everyone's dead in the church. Yeah, it just... Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. okay. uh, you know, the math on this, conservatively, mm-hmm. if two million people die, that's only... It's not even 2% of the population. That's yeah. that's like 1% of the, a little less than 1% of the population. And that's 2 million people dying. Well, that's what the thing, the Red Hats, that's- the people who are downplaying all of this shit, they just don't understand the parameters of all this. I mean, one of the main things that's driving me up a fucking wall is, well, this is just like the flu. I mean, Biff gets up there every fucking day on the Trump show and says, just just like the flu, there were more flu deaths. And what they don't understand is that, first of all, there is a vaccine for the flu. Second of Mm -hmm. all, there are people with, and lots of people, with a natural immunity to the flu or an immunity Mm -hmm. that they've built up. Then, on top of all of that, there are or were enough hospital facilities to care for people with Mm -hmm. the flu. There are not enough hospital facilities, nor is there enough hospital equipment to be able to deal with the 
gigantic glut of people who are sick today, much less two weeks from now. And then on top of that, no one has an immunity to the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. No one has an immunity to COVID-19. Okay. I know somebody has it right now with her daughter. And they're, they still don't have the results. It, it took them six days to even get tested. Yeah. And um, her daughter is immunocompromised. Uh, I don't know what exactly. She, arthritis. I think she has rheumatoid arthritis or something. And so they're sick. Their fevers have broken. Yeah. But they still don't know whether or not they had it. Okay, so let me tell you about Albany, Georgia, which is the hot spot in my state. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's hear it about it. was a massive funeral last weekend. Mm-hmm. No, two weeks ago. Yeah. One person came down from Atlanta and infected 200 people or something like that oh, at that Jesus. one funeral. And then there was another unrelated funeral in the same space, the same event space, like the church or whatever. And all and dozens of those people are sick and like four people have died. Yeah. And there is just a blazing out of control bonfire of infections in Albany, Georgia, of all places. Yeah. Because it's that virulent and it's that. I mean, and like, I mean, four people are dead. Yeah. It, yeah. And that the flu doesn't do that. No. Nope. Not like that. Not in a matter of two weeks. I know of at least two listeners of this show who have it. Rob Myers and uh, Justine. I don't know if yeah. she wants me to mention mm-hmm. her whole name, but she's got. She's also got COVID-19. She's mm-hmm. out on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. So lots more to talk about this. And it's all, I believe, it's all made vastly worse by the way Americans over the last, especially the last two decades, have just begun to champion dumbness. Mm-hmm. Where it's been pandered to it's been justified as being folksy and american and something of value to just be completely fucking pig ignorant of everything it's patriotic in many ways that's what so many people are being told and so therefore it's dumb people getting their hands on the levers of power that has worsened this pandemic in so many different ways. All right, we're going to come back to that in just a second. But first, successful companies know faster growth requires the right tools. If you're doing two, ten, or hundreds of millions in sales, NetSuite by Oracle gives a full picture of your business, finance, inventory, HR, customers, and more, all in one place. From work, from home, which is especially important now, anytime, anywhere, NetSuite, the number one cloud business system. Right now, get your product tour and free guide, six ways to run a more profitable business at netsuite.com slash voices. Again, that is netsuite.com slash voices. It is shocking that your home can be stolen this easily. Let me share a true story. Deborah learned that brutal lesson when thieves found the title to her home online. Then they forged the documents to appear she sold her home, but she hadn't. Then they borrowed thousands using her home's equity. Deborah didn't know she was a victim until foreclosure notices arrived and an eviction notice followed. She spent her fortune trying to get her home back. The crime is home title fraud, and the FBI calls it one of the fastest growing crimes. The best advice for avoiding a title fraud nightmare is to protect your home with home title lock. And no, neither your homeowner's insurance nor bank protects you. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock does. So first things first, find out if you're already a victim of home title fraud. Register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter SAVE for one month of free protection. Again, enter SAVE for one month of free protection at HomeTitleLock.com. HomeTitleLock.com. The Bob Seska Show. Y and a song called Gold Log. Again, that's Gold Log from Step On No Pets. That's the name of the album. Everything is uh, spelled the same forward and backward with option Y. Was that a palindrome? Is that what it's called? Same way yes, it forward is. and backward? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Uh, BobSeska.com if you want to submit your music. Hey, there's nothing better to do, so why not do that? Make sure to support all of our independent bands, too. 
by clicking on the podcast page at bobseska.com and clicking on the links to buy and support all of our favorite indie bands here on the show. Thank you so much. Hey, um, on a happy note, happy birthday, happy 80th birthday to the Speaker of the House, Nancy yeah. Pelosi, Madam Speaker. Hey. Yeah, um, I got to... <laughs> I got to play this clip, and it's a weird time to play a clip from George W. Bush, but just by way of contrast. Everyone knows how I feel about George W. Bush. I think uh, you guys feel about the same way about George W. Bush as I do, generally speaking. But when contrasted with the fucking shit monster in the White House, (laughs) this guy, George W. Bush, seems so much more presidential in Mm -hmm. just about every way. This was George W. Bush during his very first State of the Union address in 2007. It was what, not, his, not his first, but it was the first one when Nancy Pelosi was Speaker of the House. This is after the 2006 election when George W. Bush and the Republicans got creamed. And listen to the magnanimity with which George W. Bush pays tribute to Nancy Pelosi at the very beginning of his State of the Union address. And tonight I have the high privilege and distinct honor of my own as the first president to begin the State of the Union message with these words, Madam Speaker. I'm going to let this applause play out in real time, just to give you a sense. This is the entire joint session applauding. Okay, just going to go cry for the rest of the show. You guys have fun. Yeah, I'm going to be crying too. Bye. Wait, there's more. There's more. In his day, the late Congressman Thomas D'Alessandro Jr. from Baltimore, Maryland, saw Presidents Roosevelt and Truman at this rostrum. But nothing could compare with the sight of his only daughter, Nancy, presiding tonight as Speaker of the House of Representatives. Yeah. Congratulations, Madam Speaker. You will never, yep. ever, ever oh, hear that tiny, brittle, fragile, baby-diapered man in the White House right. ever saying anything like that. No matter how bad things get, he will never, ever, 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 ever say that. And you know what? People love him for it. It's a fucking death cult. It's insane. It yeah, is. it is and a death cult. They're out there like drinking the Kool-Aid, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. in, in yeah. Mississippi. Going to the movies, going to the bars, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, along these lines, Ken Olin uh, wrote this on Twitter about George Bush. He said, uh, George Bush hesitated for seven minutes, seven minutes on 9-11. It was his first year in office, and he was with children at the time. Donald right. Trump did nothing for seven weeks when he was yep. informed about COVID-19. It was his fourth year in office, and he was with experts. Trump mm-hmm. chose to ignore the threat. That is unforgivable. That is yep. unforgivable. That, that's one of the myriad reasons why George W. Bush, for all of his fuckery, is so much better <laughs> than Donald Trump. And this is, I, I feel like I'm stating the obvious, but it's sometimes important to remind ourselves what real leadership actually looked like. And yeah, let's not get too cozy with leadership. <laughs> I know. Leadership I, Bush. I mean, he... Right. Leadership is a stretch for him. He kind of was just sort of following things around, really. But yeah, well, well he also though the, the the to me the biggest difference between those two people is mm-hmm. George Bush has empathy, mm-hmm. right? I mean, uh, Trump's a sociopath and George Bush isn't. Right. And now, you know, when George W. Bush would talk, I would yell at the TV like I oh, yell yeah. at the TV now with Donald Trump. Except it's a different kind of yelling. Um, in fact, you know what? Speaking of that. David, we have a new, uh, I know you love the shut up, the Skylar White uh, Breaking Bad, <laughs> Anna Gunn, yes, shut up, shut up. this thing. Hey, shut yeah. the hell up. This is uh, shut shut up. Skylar. Yeah. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I think we found the clip that that was kind of based on. And I don't know if sort it was- Sort of a salute to- Yeah, I don't know if it actually was based on this, but it's very similar. Philip Seymour Hoffman, the late Philip Seymour Hoffman, in the movie Punch Drunk Love by uh, Paul Thomas Anderson, had a similar shut up moment. And we've now added that. I now have this button. Shut up! Shut the fuck up! Oh, right. Yes. Shut for, for Trump. Shut up! Shut up! Uh. Shut, 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 shut up! Shut up! <laughs> yeah. Now! 
That that is one thousand percent me talking to the television. That's so primal. Ones. Yeah, I when like he's it. on the amazing, I, I, the Skyler, the screaminess of it is part of what appeals to me. That it just like there's blood and guts flying through the air. <laughs> at that point. Let's you play know? them both at the same time because I think yeah. I think they have a similar rhythm. Here's the imagine s- each of them standing on either side of a chair that Donald Trump is tied to with a gag, <laughs> a ball gag. <laughs> Perfect. Yes. Here we go. Shut up. Shut, shut the, the hell up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Now! It's beautiful. It's that was beautiful. fantastic. Oh my god, I love that. I think that. we just need to make that a regular feature, just to spotlight <laughs> and feel it see more often. So when he starts oh. going off about fake news in the middle of a global crisis, shut up! 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 Now! They crescendo right at the same time. Yes, they do. They do. And I have to wonder if he's making a reference to anthrax. Maybe. Do you remember the song, the rap song they did, where it's like the break of shut, shut, shut up? Like, oh, know, maybe, maybe. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, possible. don't you? Yeah, I think I do. I think I do. Some Anthrax fan out there just perked up. Yes, the, the, <laughs> the band Anthrax, not the, not the, not uh, the, yeah, not no, the, no. Um, yeah, we, oh God forbid we should get that at the same time. Can you imagine, <laughs> like, in the middle of the pandemic, Britain gets hoof and mouth again? So, mm-hmm. um, well, the other news here going on today is um, we are now in a bagel. The chairman of the Fed, Jerome Powell, declared that we are officially now in uh, what they called on the West Wing a bagel, which means mm-hmm. the R word, recession. We're now in a recession. Right. Jobless claims soar past three million to uh, a And that's rec- the people that could actually apply. Imagine the millions Folks, that couldn't right, get, yeah, a, right. get this going. Is, this is going to break the economic engines of the planet. Period. Well, my hope is that it won't come to that. I mean, I'm really looking at this $2 trillion stimulus as the beginning, as the first step toward recovering here. But the one thing that we're really going to have to wrap our our, our heads around for the long term, I mean, this is, I'm talking about years from now, is just the the gigantic budget deficit. And the, all of a sudden, as soon as uh, there's a Democratic president uh, pleading uh, uh, poverty and austerity, coming from the Republican Party, the party that's passing this $2 trillion stimulus, as well as all of the stimulus packages that will surely follow this. Because I can guarantee to you, stock market's doing really well today as far as its reaction to the, because uh, I think the Senate passed the uh, legislation they today. They did. Yeah. Um, so the well, assholes that, that and the just, ugly jackets are happy. But that just shows you that they don't care about jobs numbers because no. it should have tanked once those job numbers came out today. Yeah. Instead, they went up because they're all getting bailed out and the rest of us aren't. Right. Well, what's going to happen is once the the glow of this legislation wears off in a few days, the mm-hmm. stock market's going to collapse again. I mean, I just don't What's see... up with these checks? Are they, they're borrowing against next year's tax returns? What's going on with well, that? Well, there like, was no. a piece of legislation where, and I'm not sure if it's changed since then, but I did read at some point that if you make more than $75,000 a year, you'll have to repay your check uh, right. over three years. You'll have to repay that money. And so I'm not the sure Republicans if that's... were holding something up because it was being too generous to low wage Oh, it workers. was it was adding another $600 for your unemployment insurance or some shit. And it's like, oh, yes, because people are really going to live high on the dole on $600 extra dollars a yeah, month. When Lindsey Graham's like, it shouldn't be built more profitable not to work than to oh, work. Oh, fuck him. And I'm just like, ugh. Yeah. When did he you work? actually ever do any work, you little putts? No. He doesn't work. They have more time off than anybody else on the planet. Yeah, yeah. And isn't there a loophole? There's a part of the legislation that's going to make sure Trump and Trump's family can't yeah. benefit from this stimulus. Ah, but they can. Apparently, yeah. uh, it depends on how much stock they own in something and how, how big a shareholder they are. And mm. there's he's going to game this and he's going to take the fucking money and his fucking stupid follow. I'm so angry. <laughs> Um, <laughs> exactly. We're at that I have stage. never said fuck so much in my life. <laughs> fuck him. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's just, it's, it's, uh, his fucking followers fucking piss me off because they're not fucking paying attention to reality. <laughs> I, I love angry Jody. I, I mean, oh, man, yeah. that was intense. I needed that. Oh man. Yeah. Whew. I need a cigarette. Where? <laughs> 
shit. I don't even smoke anymore. <laughs> neither do I. Neither does David. Oh, well. <laughs> God, they have been calling my name, though. I've been wanting a cigarette so bad. Oh, oh I bet. And I just have to keep reminding myself that it will make my chest feel funky and nasty. And, that's and like also, the... it'll make you more receptive to the COVID-19. So that's another yes. thing not to do. Yeah, you got to resist. Resist that urge, yes, man. Resist. That is the one thing. I have nightmares in which I start smoking again. And I wake up in a cold sweat going, oh, my God, what the fuck? And it's because I don't ever want to ever touch another fucking cigarette because they're. Oh, God, I have nightmares that I mean, I have dreams that I'm smoking and I wake up before the cigarette's done. And I'm like, damn it. Like before I had a chance to <laughs> you actually it like out. it. You know, I was on Fugelsang show last night and we were talking extensively about how uh, it's possible that Trump will resign. I mean, John and I have been absolutely on the same page with this idea that before the election, before the November election, Trump will resign if it looks like he is going to be humiliated in the election. Right. If this gets to the point where it's just looking uh, inescapably bad for him through his eyes, through his crazy, crazy fucking eyes. If he sees this at a point where he can't use all of his dark arts to get out of it, that he's just going to say, okay, you know what? I give up. Mike Pence can have all of this. And then, uh, and then Mike, <laughs> it's entirely possible. Again, who could have predicted that this fucking cult of weirdos and dumb stupids would decide, holy shit, Go outside, Grandma. Get the coronavirus because we have to save the Dow Jones Industrial Average for Donald Trump. That is just absolute bad. No one predicted that. No one could have thought that they would go it's, down that yeah. stupid, stupid fucking road. But here we are. So the possibility. And talking about his dark arts, I was telling Ben last <laughs> night. I was like, the thing is, his A line of players is all in prison now. Yeah, Manafort, yeah. Cohen, Roger Stone, everyone's either like in prison or waiting to go. So yeah. Well, I don't did you know see Sean Spicer was back in the press room the other day? Did you notice? Yeah, that? that was weird. Yeah, and you know what? Which you, know, you know what was crazy about? It? He was in the. He sat in the back of the press room, the back row of seats, and Trump went to him for a question and didn't even Who say. Hired him. He, he was hired by the White House. That's the insane thing. Sean Spicer and Cantina alien Reince Priebus were both hired to work in the White House again. They're not working in their old jobs. They're working on some other uh, committee inside the White House. But then Sean Spicer turned up at one of the Trump shows, which... Thank God, CNN and so NBC. Your job and stuff. now is to go be like fluffers in the press room. Yeah, yeah, but the crazy thing is, Trump went to him for a question and didn't even acknowledge that he was Sean Spicer and that he used to work in that press room. <laughs> and it was just the most bizarre moment. So I, I sometimes I feel like uh, you know Howard Beale screaming on Twitter, like, "Doesn't anybody know he works at the White House? Why mm-hmm. aren't they telling us?" It's just, oh my God, the madness, the madness of all of this. Sean Spicer asking Trump a question during a press conference, and he's treated just like he's just another member of the press. Uh, let's go to that guy, whoever that guy is. What's your question, sir? As if no one knew, and as if he didn't work for Trump. It's um, so Soviet. Yeah, very much. It, very, we're so very down Soviet. the like the dictatorship rabbit hole at this point. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, uh, NBC and CNN producers say they're uh, they're done airing the Trump show every yes, day. Thank God. Yeah, oh, yeah. Round of applause. Just sitting there lying, it actually hurts people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, among other horrible things that are happening during these shows, including the fact that we're back at the 2016 thing where we show the empty podium for half an hour, 45 minutes before he ever steps up to it. I mean, that's what helped get him elected in 2016. Exactly. And, And up until recently, that's where we were for basically the first week of Trump shows every day. But as I said, NBC and CNN, they're they're only going to jump in. Um, when doctors are talking? Yeah, well, it says here, uh, according to the Daily Beast, we might take it from the top and then cut away after the first lie and then return when the lies stop. So wow, <laughs> he'll, he'll at least get one lie out. So the, the, the only solution to this, and I'm at least giving them some credit for going this far, but they need to stop airing them at all and then just do a, a clip package after the fact 
of whatever details are spoken. Yes, Fauci stuff. Things that are uh, coming from a place of expertise and not coming from one of Donald Trump's shadow people hallucinations because of all the Sudafed. I mean, we need just the facts and we don't need a two-hour Trump commercial breaking in across all of the networks every day. That's just uh, going to be a disaster for the United States. And maybe that's why Donald Trump is doing okay in the polls right now, which is another well, thing. Because he's lying. I mean, he's, he's saying over and over, we've tested more people than anyone else in the world. And yeah. that have is not. absolute garbage it's bullshit yeah mm-hmm. south korea tests more people in a day than we've tested in a total i mean it's just like yeah well the, so, uh, you know if, if so if you get up there and you get to lie yeah your popularity numbers are going to go up because you're telling people things that make them feel better yeah, yeah. But they're not true right well meanwhile what we're getting uh behind the scenes as everyone's distracted with all of this uh, did you guys see this story? The Justice Department has asked Congress for extraordinary powers, including yeah. the suspension of habeas. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's fucking stupid. It's insane. And they're never yeah. going to get it because of the Democratic House. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Were they able to Thank slip you, it? Jesus. Did they slip it into this? Because, uh, you know, members of Congress will not have time to read all, whatever it is, 1,800 pages of this stimulus bill to weed out anything like this, but I assume... Well, sure they do. If 18 people each read 100 pages, they can do a book report on those 100 pages. See, now, there you go, being rational and sane again, Jody. And math. <laughs> we know that's not happening in Washington right now. <laughs> no, I mean, it's uh, if they, they better not slide that in, first off. And secondly, uh, Los Angeles County just released thousands of nonviolent criminals that only had less than a month left on their... Uh, terms just so that they won't help spread a disease in oh, prison. Good. Yeah, yeah, that was you a good know? move. And, and that was, a, I think the state is doing it too, I'm not 100%, but I know LA County did, and I'm like, good. Well, documents reviewed by Politico detail the department's request to lawmakers on a host of topics, including the statute of limitations, asylum, and the way court hearings are conducted. Politico also reviewed and previously reported on documents seeking the authority to extend deadlines on merger reviews and prosecutions. So one of the things is they want to be able to give uh, judges the ability to detain uh, uh, suspects indefinitely. That's one of the things. But this is not going to happen. The Congress will never allow this. At least the Democrats in Congress will not allow this. Once again, thank God for everyone who turned up and flooded the polling places in 2018 to give us that Democratic House. Because I can't even imagine where we'd be right now if Congress was still you know, Republican on both chambers. Go that would the be a freedom caucus. Talk, yeah. Talk about a fucking nightmare. If Kevin McCarthy was the speaker of the house, can you imagine? Oh my God. Jesus. So, uh, I'm trying to imagine like, I mean, what's going to be the story in Mississippi in two weeks? I mean, you know, I think we I, just, we have to assume the worst because, you know, because of the leadership there and the leadership uh, in the white house that's running this. I mean, I don't think they're going to, they're not going to certainly, they're certainly not going to do anything to mitigate the problem. I mean, other than to to make it worse with some sort of ass backwards logic to make it better, you know, like let's get rid of tax cut. Fit. Yeah, it's, it's basically the, the chicken pox party kind of thing again that they're doing in Kentucky. The dumb stupids doing all this shit to try to get themselves infected, so maybe they'll build up an immunity. Something you know, bullshit, bro science, kind of. Who knows how? Well, Louisiana. Is I mean, they just they they were doing Mardi Gras before we started even remotely trying to, to yeah. mitigate this. And so everybody left New Orleans and left, or everybody in New Orleans, they're kind of, you know, yeah. there are a lot of bodily fluids exchanged. At yeah. Mardi Gras. Gras. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so that's going to be a hot spot soon. All those Oh, stupid, it is a hot spot. New Orleans is, is nuts. Absolutely. And it's then already crazy. St- stupid motherfuckers in Florida <laughs> on spring fucking break. <laughs> This is so great. I, I just so I, mad. I so seldom get to hear you just rave out, just lay in like teeth showing. It's so great. Jody. I'm really enjoying it, actually. Yeah, me too. Like, tell it's us the Irish in me. It's it's the middle child Irish Capricorn motherfucking pissed off person. Oh, you're getting your Irish right up. Okay, well now yeah. I get it. Now I understand. It's, it's the Irish okay, thing. Jan. All right. Let me so pretend that like you're standing here and like we're like you could speak to one of those spring breakers who was out there on looking like all wasted on this sand last week what would you tell that kid now? yeah let's hear it 
Oh, you motherfucking piece of motherfucker. I'm going to get fucking De Niro on their fucking asses, you fucking piece of Fuck shit. I hope your fucking parents don't let you in the fucking house. You have to sleep in a fucking tent in your fucking front yard for the next three fucking weeks, and I don't care if it's raining. Fuckers. <laughs> I don't even know what wow, that meant. I feel like my mom's alive again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm 16, and I just did something really bad. Oh, that was great. Well, that was some weird shit. That wasn't weird. Yeah, it, was, it, was it was amazing. Awesome. Yeah. It no. was cathartic. Oh, shit. Okay, so th- these are some of the things we got to keep an eye on here as we're all mm-hmm. dealing with this shit, and that is these slippery motherfuckers trying to get away with all kinds of stuff behind the scenes. As I was talking about the DOJ asking Congress to uh, for powers to suspend habeas and all that bullshit, which is what I thought Bill Barr was going to talk about the other day during the Trump show, but he didn't didn't mention it. But meanwhile... What was he there for? He was there I'm to... I'm just sitting there watching him looking like he's praying, praying that COVID-19 would take him before he had to speak. Yeah, he just looked like a bag of skin, didn't he? He just... <laughs> He just looked like a burlap sack hanging off the wall. Like there was a peg on the wall and they hung a burlap sack off of that peg. That was the attorney Isn't he one of the people that made all this money by dumping all his stock right before all this shit hit the fan? I don't know if it's Bill Barr, but I certainly know it was Richard Burr. Maybe you're thinking of Richard Burr. It was was Burr and a few others. Jim Enhoff, I think, was another one. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Uh Of course they did that. Uh, Meanwhile, Texas and Ohio have banned abortions as non-essential. So these are the kind of things oh we need God. to keep keep an eye on because while they may lift that ban, the question is when? When do they when does this open up and and everything go back to at least statutes like this go back to normal? When does that happen? I don't know. But also on top of that, uh your state, David, and Louisiana oh have have postponed their primaries. If you notice there wasn't a primary yeah. in Georgia on Tuesday, uh, well, actually, I know, I've talked to people in the Democratic Party here, and they're working on getting mail-in ballots for people. Good, yay! Um, well, I hope they, I hope that happens because they, they have said, on Stacey Abrams is on the case. Well, that's um, so. such that's quite a relief because my concern is that they've rescheduled these elections. Uh, Louisiana, I think, is rescheduled for April four. I think that's the new date. Um, I'm trying to see here when the Georgia election is going to happen. Moved to like May. Yeah, two months. I think it's going to be pushed back okay. to June 4th. It was May 4th, and I think they pushed it two months to, to June 4th. You may want to look for the specific date on that. But these are the little things that we need to watch out for behind the scenes because it, it doesn't take a whole lot to for us to be uh, you know, looking the other way, you know, when there's a global pandemic and a financial meltdown and a plus a Trump crisis going on all at the same time. It, we're all looking the other way and they try to pickpocket us, you know, as we're uh, distracted. And that's something we need to keep an eye out on. Uh, you know who's doing a great job is uh, uh, Governor Cuomo. I've got to absolutely. Oh, yeah. 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 Talk about being the grown up in the room. And like the day that Fauci wasn't with the president's delegation on TV, he was with Cuomo. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> um, it's like, I just, uh, you know, I kind of mm. almost wish it wasn't too late to throw his hat in the ring for the presidential race. Uh, um, never say never. Never say never. I don't know that he's going to do it to try to undermine Joe Biden. If he did anything, no. it would only be if Joe Biden decided to, for whatever reason, to step down and not not receive the. And then what would happen is I think Biden would ask his delegates to support Andrew Cuomo in some sort of right. some sort of backroom DNC kind of deal. But I mean, so that that's like a remote possibility. We we need to basically resign ourselves to, to knowing that uh, Joe Biden is going to be the nominee. And then they're always telling me the whole reason that they never put Cuomo up for like big big national stuff is because he's not quote unquote likable. Not relatable. Yeah. But you know, when I watch him I doing these pressers and he's saying, you know, I don't need 400 ventilators. I need 30,000 ventilators. Mm-hmm. So you can pick who gets to die. And I'm just like, you know, he's, I mean, that's not likable, but he makes me feel safer. Yeah. Because he's like, you know, I don't need likable right now. I don't need a likable yet yeah. in a position of authority right now. During a fucking pandemic, I need someone who thinks fast and is really smart. And I don't care if they're, you know, really good at making cookies or whatever. It's like they, <laughs> you don't you care know, if they, you can have a beer with uh, Andrew Cuomo. 
but he right. is an immensely smart guy. And that's one of the reasons we need to recalibrate the kind of national leaders we support. We need to recalibrate to people who are smart, people who are competent, people who are experienced, not people we want to have a beer with, not people who think they're just like us. And, and Donald Trump is nothing like the people who support him. Nothing like them. Other than mm-hmm. the, the biases he Other pretends. Other than the hatefulness, yeah. Yeah, the bigotry right. that, you know, he, he has naturally that, you know, spans the entire red hat continuum. Uh, that's the thing. And so we need to look more toward leaders who can be competent, like Andrew Cuomo, and who might not be the nicest guy in the world, but who you know knows how to get the fucking job done. Uh, we're gonna let's take one last break and then come back and, uh, and a couple more things I want to wrap up here as far as uh, more Trump incompetence. Right after these words. <laughs> You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Quiver, one of my favorites, a song called Mango, link in the description. Okay, uh, getting back into this here. Um, So the Trump administration is holding up a joint declaration, uh, a resolution on on the coronavirus because they're insisting that the UN Security Council and other G7 leaders refer to the pandemic as the Wuhan virus. That's why they're holding up this UN resolution because they they're insisting on having the racist name for the thing. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like we can't even collapse on ourselves in peace. We have to still be dicks to the rest of the world. The worst possible, <laughs> the, the worst possible president at the worst possible time. That mm-hmm. I think is the best way to describe where we are with our leadership in Washington right now, at least at the mm-hmm. White House. Um, the, and speaking of the White House, Trump's cabinet pastor blamed the outbreak of the coronavirus. You're going to love this, David. On homo- no, I've seen this. I know this story. Homosexuals, on the gays. On the gays and the environmentalists. Yes. Ra- Ralph Drollinger wrote in a blog post that the U.S. is, quote, experiencing the consequential wrath of God because the forsaken, which includes environmentalists and members of the LGBTQIA plus community, have given over to their degrading passions. Betsy DeVos, Mike Pompeo, Ben Carson, and Rick Perry all attend Drollinger's Bible study sessions. That last part, oh, especially... God. If I had a hammer, <laughs> I would hammer in the morning. I would... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, these man. people, I, mean, it's, I can't even believe they're still around. You would think that after Jerry Falwell blamed 9-11 on lesbians and witchcraft. Yeah, yeah. That, mm-hmm. you know, that this kind of viewpoint would get discounted, especially when, like, you know, hurricanes keep hitting the cousin fucker states down there <laughs> yep. in the Gulf. And it's just <sighs> so, like, uh, yeah. what's... You know, speaking of uh, Falwell... Did you notice he, he was going to open uh, Liberty University for classes again this week? 
This is oh Fallwell. You're talking about Fallwell Jr. I'm talking uh-huh. about the original Pumpkinhead. Oh, the original um, Pumpkinhead. But you're down to the like, yeah, yeah. Fall well, well, Light Jr., the copy of a copy, uh, is right. the guy who wanted to reopen Liberty University, and Ralph Northam, who, by the way, as far as the Democratic Party goes, one of the biggest nitwits in the Democratic Party. I just wanted to add that. Ralph Northam stopped him from doing it, which is the sane move, of course, because all these students are going to go in, they're all going to get sick, and then they're all going to flood it to their family members and friends elsewhere. And so that's why this shit has to fucking stop. And that's why um, I'm going to make this prediction now that Donald Trump will not let people go and roam around after Easter or whatever that date will be. He'll get up to maybe a week before Easter and then suddenly it'll be, uh, did I say Easter? No, I meant Memorial Day. It's going to be Memorial Day. That's when everyone can go and do their barbecue. And they, well, I hope yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I hope so because it's clearly not going to be okay. And this whole talk of like, we're going to open up areas of the country that are, it's like, no, because the, you know, the virus isn't spreading fast enough there yet. Yeah. So we're going to open that fucking area of the country so we can, I'm just... <sighs> the worst just, possible president at the worst possible time. That's yeah. really and the thing is. is, he doesn't know what he doesn't know, and he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Nope, not at all. Not at all. All he cares about right now is getting reelected and blaming anyone who's concerned about the virus for trying to get him to lose the election. That's the other. Right. That's the new thing now. If you're if you're talking about you know things like worst case scenarios or even the scientific assessment of where this is going, then all you're doing is just campaigning against Trump. You're just trying to make Trump look bad because it's all about Trump and his poopy Mm -hmm. diaper and his stupid Mm -hmm. hair and his stupid clown makeup and his stupid poorly fitting suits standing up there like a fucking moron while the world collapses around him. We're now, by the way, we're now on target to top China in terms of the Mm -hmm. total number of of cases. Oh, we're going to surpass them by the end of next week, I guarantee it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw something on... No, this is going to be a fucking burning house in about Mm -hmm. 10 days. Oh, yeah. I just... uh, Yeah. What I just... I can't believe that people are just not... It's like, I need you to think a week into the future for once in your fucking life, people. Like, look past the end of your nose for just a split second. And I... Well, I mean, Los Angeles is pretty much figuring we're going to be on this lockdown that we've been on now for two weeks through May. And even then, I mean, do you really foresee after May just going back to how we acted before? I mean, I'm going to be looking over my shoulder in a figurative yeah, until, way. Yeah, until everybody's getting, until we're, we are able to walk into our doctor's office and get tested. Get the vaccine, yeah. Um, and then we can get a vaccine going. Until we all know who's got it and where it is, yeah. and that's what we should have been doing to begin with, because then the entire city of Los Angeles and the entire city of New York would not have to have been put on lockdown. They would have locked down the hot spots, and that way restaurants would be open movie theaters would be open people Mm -hmm. would be able to go to their jobs it would just be in a certain smaller area boom get that quarantine get them fixed and then hospitals wouldn't be overwhelmed and this is where i'm going to start yelling again so i'm going to be quiet (laughs) the thing that scares me is they're talking about like if you do get sick that you should be taken out of the home and you know so that you don't infect your family members yeah um and i just i'm trying to imagine like being like, okay, Ben, I'm going to go and sit in some state park somewhere. And well, ca- a, f- a friend of mine's a nurse, and her husband is um, immunocompromised. He, he he had this horrible thing for years, and they finally yeah. have it under control. And so I emailed her because she works in a hospital. Mm-hmm. And I emailed her, and I said, look, Lori, if you feel symptomatic um, or you get tested and you come positive, come and stay with Lonnie and me. Yeah. <laughs> because Stevie can't afford to get sick. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people are having to make tough decisions. I mean, the heartbreaking photos of people, you know, holding signs up on the other side of a yeah. window after being infected on the inside, and they can't, you know, well, just the thing be... is, you die by yourself for this. Oh, your yeah. family yeah. can't be around you. You right. fucking yeah. suffocate, you drown in your own fluids on a gurney in a hall, chances mm-hmm. are. Um, and then you don't even get a funeral because nobody can gather. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, and then, uh, did you hear about that family in New Jersey? Four family members died? Oh, Jesus oh my Christ. God. Jesus. Started with the mother and then some siblings, and now it's it's at least four, and then everybody else. They're like they couldn't even have funerals for their family members. Wow, wow, just staggering. It's yeah. not making it easier to go to the grocery store. These <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Me neither. It's I just, the only thing, it's, there's like a deadline, like there's a self-imposed like 
curfew at 5 p.m. here, and that's I try to beat that home every day if I do go Just, anywhere. Do you have any grocery stores that deliver? We do, but you know what? I'm more trusting of my handling of the packages and stuff and getting it like out of the grocery store and into the car and home and yeah. getting it than I am of them, their ability to grab things right. and you know not have people coming into work that feel like shit because they need the money. Right. right. Um, it just, to me, I'd rather handle that. Yeah, I even, you know, I'm... This is one of my weaknesses. About once a week, I would order from one of the food delivery services, one of the many, uh-huh. whatever they call it, Uber for food or, you know, whatever. Uh, not the Uber one. I don't order from that one. I order from another one that's not paying me to advertise Grub for them. So, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, one of, right. one of those. I'm not going to say which one. But um, I, I certainly haven't been doing that now because right. even though they're leaving it outside the, the door... I don't know who's preparing the food. I don't know if they're sick. I don't know if the people right. around them are sick. It's just like, no, I'll just make my own food that one night and and deal with it. You know, it's mm-hmm. like not a not a gigantic concern, but it's one of those things that uh, is is changing. Well, and, this is the thing: the virus is sensitive to heat, and if yeah. people are following proper food preparation guidelines, then yeah. it should not be transmissible through prepared food. That said, we've been making all our food at home, too. Yeah, well, good, good. That's a good way to go. Okay, that's it for the show today. Uh, After Party coming up tomorrow on our Patreon page. Thank you to all of the brand new subscribers on our Patreon page. You know, we surpassed 1,000 subscribers this week. Hey! I'm so thrilled. I'm so excited. I'm so grateful. Uh, so many people are, uh, are are signing on, and I hope we can at least uh, give you something that'll be worthwhile, help you through all of this, and Keep you sane. That's the the one comment I get uh, more than anything else, that the show keeps keeps people sane. <laughs> so I hope that continues yeah. because we're going to need all the sanity we can get. Uh, meanwhile, uh, David Ferguson's podcast is at patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. Jody Hamilton can be heard on From the Bunker, from-the-bunker.com, also at sexyliberal.com. We will see you on the post-mortem show on our Patreon page after this music is done playing. We just keep on talking. Subscribe for $5 a month at bobsuskashow.com. You can keep on listening. And it's way better than everything you just heard. I'm just <laughs> joking, of course. See you over no there, No pressure, Jody. Bye-bye. Bye. Stay well. I'm sure you've seen or heard about Plexiderm. Plexiderm is backed by clinical studies to visibly eliminate your wrinkles, crow's feet, and other telltale signs of aging in just a matter of minutes. And the best part is Plexiderm goes on clear, so nobody's going to know that you're using it. What hooked me on Plexiderm was the 10-minute challenge. Trust me, I had my doubts about this product. Could it work? Is it going to take forever to to actually happen on my face? I'm going to wait six months or something like that only to maybe kind of sort of see results. But no, in just a matter of minutes... I saw all the results that I was expecting, and it lasts for hours. Looking your best can help you make uh, help make you more confident at work or for social events this spring after social distancing is over. Of course, go to triplexiderm.com, use uh, and see the before and after photos for yourself, and use my code Voices for fifty percent off plus an extra ten dollars off. That's right, fifty percent off plus an extra ten dollars off. This offer is also available by calling one eight hundred six eight five twelve ninety two and mentioning the code Voices. Plexiderm is backed by a 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit triplexiderm.com today. Use the code VOICES at checkout. That's triplexiderm.com. You'll be glad you did.